Challenges teaches us two things. It teaches us something about God and it teaches us something about ourselves. If we choose to believe that God will give us the victory, we will see right there in front of us. Like we have ringside seats that our God is powerful. But if we choose to rely on our own strength or our own intelligence, ooh, buddy, buddy, buddy. You know what the worst thing is? Dealing with an educated fool. Someone who just, oh my gosh, they're just, you can't tell them anything. You can't say anything to them. They're just totally into just what they think or how they think things should be done. And it becomes like, you know, you see them doing things and they don't want to take it because they, they have so much book smart, but they don't have wisdom. And see, you don't want to be that way either. You don't want to always be in the earshot of what somebody else says and you're listening to what somebody else says. And it's not like you're really paying attention to details. And now you're in a place where you just think you know everything and no one can help you and no one can tell you. Don't be an educated fool. Because when we rely on our own strength, our own intelligence, we become inadequate. We truly become inadequate with whom we are and how we are. And things begin to uh, 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 cause for us to just kind of, once again, not totally be in the place that we need to be with serving God, with 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 meeting uh, uh, life challenges, with excelling and doing greater in the things that we are trying to do. So don't become inadequate because you're, you're relying on ourselves. We have to believe, we have to believe that we cannot do anything. We can't do anything apart from him. John 15, 5, John 15, 5. It says, I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. You can do nothing. And we really do have to understand that with Without God, we're just like a ship in the ocean, just tossing to and fro without a sail. A ship needs a sail for the wind to blow it in so that the sail, there's a steering, a steer where you can control the, the, uh, 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 you, you have some control, but if you don't have the sail at all, you don't have that leverage of the wind blowing for you to steer. See, in order for to have some steering and some guidance in your life, you need the sail. You need that sail. God is the sail in our lives. He's the sail of our ships, of our souls. We need it. He gives us, and this is because the word says faith without works is dead. He gives us faith. He gives us our ability, skills, and talents to work with. He just says, don't leave me out. I want to help you. So when God offers his help, take it. When God offers his help, move with it. Don't deny him. He created you. He knows you better than you know yourself. God gives you the ability to steer. But now, allow for him to be that sail that will help you get through those rough waters. That will help you to go against the current. That will help you to get to dry land. Amen. God, that ooh, that's good. Thank you, Lord. That's good. That's good. Thank you, Jesus. So now we know that those challenges that we have, it's for the sake of us learning to rely on God. And it's also about learning about who we are. We are nothing without him. 
And I know, I know what some cynical people say. Well, I'm good. I'm good. I don't ever go to church. I don't believe in that God stuff. And I, I got a good job. I got a good car. I got a good house. Let me tell you something. Somewhere along the line, you're going to hit and you're going to realize that God was with you all the way. Somewhere along the line, you're going to see there's still something that I need. There's still something that I, I'm, I'm lacking thereof. And that is that connection with your heavenly father. Let me tell you something. Children. Let's talk about children. Some children, they come in this world, we have both parents. Some children, they come in this world, just probably have a mom that's raising them or just a dad that's raising them. And it doesn't matter. That child, some children are adopted, foster care. Children always have a desire to know who their parents are. There's something there. Even if it, if they say, well, I don't care. It's, you, you still his, historically wise, where were they from, their country? How was their health? You know, were they, you know, were they, uh, 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 average people? Were they nobles? You want to know. You want to know. That's a longing. And see, whenever we have voids in our spirit, it's because we are longing to know who our great parent is, the most high God, the one that created us, the one that breathe the breath of life into our being. It's a fool to say there is no God. All Every human being, I don't care what they say, even the atheists, they say, oh, there is no God. Okay, well, you have to recognize something about God to say there is no God, right? Satanists, you, what was it? Say, I don't want to serve God. Okay, therefore you acknowledge that there is God. There is a higher power. There is a positive power. It doesn't matter. People, human being, every human being on this earth, there is something, whether they're trying to fight it, deny it, or acknowledge it, there's something in the inside of us that wants to have knowledge of who our maker is. Can't get around it. I don't care who you are. I don't care what kind of philosophy comes up. That's it. Grace is new every morning. Uh, God's grace is fresh. And he does not, uh, uh, we don't, we don't have to subsist on yesterday's leftovers. We don't have to wear it because his mercies are new every morning. So we don't have to say, oh, I'm going to hang on to yesterday's grace. No, God's grace is new every morning. We have an opportunity to get to know him, to draw closer to him every single day. He allows for us to see another day and he adds more. He adds more to our lives. He adds more and enhances every time you walk this walk, it gets sweeter than the day before. If you allow for him to step in, if you allow for him to fight your battles, we don't have to beg, borrow or steal from somebody else's grace because each and every one of us, God's grace to us is new every morning. As each day unfolds, we have a fresh supply of grace and God knows what we're going to encounter in each day. He knows that. So he's going to make sure that we have what we need. His, what does the word say? His grace is sufficient. What does that sufficient mean? Enough. That's all you need. All you need is God's grace to make it through every day. <laughs> Woo! That's all you need. It's got, God's grace is enough. And it's a beautiful thing that his, his grace and his mercy, they're there for us. Us, each and every moment, each and every day we wake up, he, his grace is there for us to endure. God, he is our ultimate transformer. He loves us. We got to look in the mirror. We got to look at ourselves and we have to say without any doubt that God created me. 
I'm a, I am a fascinating individual. God has counted every hair on my head and he loves me. And as I walk closer with him, as I study his word, as I fast and I pray, it's going to be less of my ugly nature and it's going to be more of his, his anointing upon my life. That's going to make my spirit man grow and be strong and rise up. So when I look in the mirror, I see more of him and less of myself. He's a transformer. He is God and God alone. And he will get the glory. He's the only one who deserves the glory. And that's obvious. Because he's the one that gives us the victory. That's why he deserves the glory. He's not going. Let me tell you something. You ever feel bad? You know, we all go through stages in our lives. Some of us may, may have gone through the ugly duckling stage. You ever seen some ugly duckling? They used to call me an ugly duckling. But I look in the mirror and I say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for my eyes. Thank you for my nose. Thank you for my lips. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank, thank you for the way you created me to this, to this day, in this day and in, in this time and in this place. I appreciate how God created me. There was a time in my life where I struggled with that because people used to tell me I was ugly. People used, oh, you're too fat. Oh, this, that, and the other. Yeah. Your, your hair not long enough. Oh, yeah. You, you, you know, you got a wide mouth. You got big lips. Oh, always putting, you know, those hardships to make me feel like, oh, let me just, Sit down somewhere because I don't want to be in the presence of nobody making people scared because I'm so ugly. Oh, yeah. The enemy did that. But today I can say, who to God be all the glory. Thank you. Thank you for the way you created me. Thank you. And I appreciate it because you know why? I know that God has fought some battles in my life. I know that God has seen me through and because of that, I'm victorious and he gets the glory out of my life. So when God's glory shines through our life, it makes us beautiful. It makes us love. It makes us lovely. It makes us kind. You know, sometimes people just want to be around you. You don't know. You just little kids. They waving at you. Some people just want to be because the glory of God is spewing out of your being. See, I like that. One time TDJ said, you know, the anointing and the glory of God, it should, when you walk through some place, it should just be, it should be coming out of your pores. <laughs> yes. Because you are so in tune and you're so close. Don't, and don't, and don't let anybody make you feel uh, uh, bad about your closeness with God. One time this uh, young lady said to me, well, well, my goodness, every time I talk, you tell me God told you something. That's right. Cause he calls me friend. We talk like that. Yes. We talk on a daily basis. It's constant. He knows my name and I know his, I know many of his names and he calls me friend. Don't get mad about it. Just get in your prayer closet. You get turn your plate down. You read your word. And guess what? You'll have a word from the Lord. Every time I see you, you'll be telling me what the Lord done told you. Don't get mad about it. Get activated. Get in his presence. Seek his face. Yearn after him. God, he is God and God alone. We are victorious because he has the power and he gives us that anointing and that power so that we can make it through. He will get the glory out of our lives when we allow for him to fight our battle. He's the God of the final hour, the last curtain. The impossible. He loves it when we stand amazed and awe at his awesomeness. So we have to allow for him every opportunity to show up mighty in our lives. You got to expect 
God to do great things in your life because he is a great God. You have to have an, you have to have an expectancy and knowing that you're going to get the victory when everybody has marked you off, when everybody has thrown you away. You just have to relax and knowing that God is by your side. And because of that, you will win. You will win. Let God fight your battles. Let God show up mighty. Let him show up strong in your life. And I guarantee you, it's, it's it, you're going to feel more relaxed. You're going to breathe better. Your health is going to get better. A lot of us are, are, are stressed out and full of tension because we have allowed for, to give ourselves over to our own abilities. Baby, you can't do it by yourself. You need Jesus. You need him. You need his help. We have a choice. We can continue to try to do things in our own strength. Or we can recognize what it says in 2 Chronicles 2015. And this is the last scripture to study up, to, to, to uh, close out tonight's Bible study. When he was talking to King Jehoshaphat, 2 Chronicles 2015, he said, listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. That's it. That's it. The battle is not yours. It's God. And if God be for you, who can be against you? This is what the Lord gave to me to give to you on tonight. I hope it encouraged you. I hope it lifted your spirit. I hope it gave you a nugget to hold on to, to go back, to study those scriptures for yourself, to go into your prayer closet and say, Lord, give me more word to study to sh so I can be confident in knowing that I do not have to fight these battles because you're on my side. When you need him, call on him. Let me tell you something. Don't ever get in a place where you don't say the blood of Jesus when you need to. Some people say that's not written in the Bible to say that, but it's a decree and it's a declaration that those of us who believe in the power of the blood of Jesus that was shed on Calvary still has power today that we can call upon it when we're in trouble. When we don't know what else to say, we don't know what else to do. We can say the blood of Jesus. And guess what? Demons will tremble. The enemy will flee. Because what we're doing, we are connecting ourselves with the divine spirit and the power of God. It begins to uplift on the inside of us and it gives off this powerful glory to God. Powerful energy, positive energy that will allow for all of that negative demonic influence and forces that have to get away from us. Don't you ever be ashamed to call on the name of Jesus. Plead the blood when you need to. Know that God has given these, us these things so that we can have power. The battle is not yours. It belongs to God. Stop fighting with this. Stop fighting with this. Get in prayer. Get in fasting. Read that word. Let that word of God fill your spirit so that when the enemy tries to come, you'll have a word. And that word will be from the Most High God because you've studied yourself to show yourself approved. 
I just once again hope that this message met you where you needed to be met on tonight. I pray that God will strengthen you, that he will keep you, that he will cover you, and that he will bless you. Whatever you put your hand and your mind, your hands and your mind to do, I pray that God will anoint it and that he will get the glory out of your life. Until we meet or speak again, may the blessing of the Lord continue to make you rich, adding no sorrow to it. Once again, thank you for joining me on tonight. God bless you. Love you.